0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily (laughs) podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, One minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell.
1: (laughs) I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: And today we're going to be talking about Minute 109, which starts with Frodo's kind of offended, concerned face (laughs) as he's clutching the ring at his chest. And ends with Elrond saying, may the blessings of elves, men, and all free folk go when he gets cut off.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: So this is a, uh, this farewell speech from Elrond is also not in the theatrical. Right. So... And Sean Bean mentions in the commentary that he wasn't here when they filmed this. So he doesn't he was, know where they sh- he showed up. He, he doesn't he doesn't he he he's in the commentary and watching this and he's just like, I wasn't I wasn't there for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't know I don't know how I'm in this. But I assume it just must, must have been like stills from around Rivendell that they shot like for like arrival shots or reaction right, shots right. for other things. Just, so he's just like we'll just we'll just drop one of those here. And like when he's when he's like behind Gimli. It's probably just, like, a dude in the Boromir outfit standing there with his hand on the sword because you can't see his head.
1: Right. All you can see are the bracers.
0: Yeah. So it's just, like, a guy dressed like Boromir for, like, the wide shots and, Mm -hmm. like, the shots when he's, like, standing behind people. And they're probably just, like, reaction shot they never used for when you see his face. And then at the very beginning of the next minute, there's the wide shot of the Fellowship. And Boromir is clearly right there next to Legolas. And he's just must be dropped in blue screen from yeah. some of the shot.
1: Well, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but you can kind of tell it's photoshopped. Uh-
0: <laughs> just a little from having seen some shops in my day.
1: <laughs> I really like um, this 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 continuation of the scene with Frodo and Bilbo. Bilbo is so apologetic and guilty and vulnerable and brings a lot, like, Ian Holm brings a lot of emotion and complicated depth to Bilbo's character, especially in this.
0: Yeah. He says that he's, uh, you should never have had to carry this burden. Right. And... I'm sorry for everything.
1: Oh, man. As a person with like really bad anxiety sometimes i relate so hard to bilbo because he he you know he's just he doesn't want anything bad to happen to his nephew his adopted son pretty much and he just feels bad that his blundering kind of brought frodo into this story and brought frodo into this danger that he needs to continue because Bilbo is too old and too frail to carry out. And... Yeah. The, like...
0: And too corrupted by the rain.
1: Like, apologizing for everything because at this point, his guilt must be so over... Like, Frodo got stabbed. Like, Frodo almost died. Yeah. And I'm sure that Bilbo feels like that is... His fault. His fault. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Because I left the boy the ring.
1: Yeah. like
0: Gandalf. And I wonder if there's some am- amount of, like, blaming Gandalf.
1: Well, I don't think...
0: I mean, that doesn't come across here. Right. That's not here, but I wonder if there's some amount of that in, like, in Bilbo's mind.
1: I think... I don't know.
0: You know, deeper character analysis and, like, things that you'll never really know as, like, a reader or a viewer.
1: Right. And... But, like, things
0: that you kind of think about that might make sense logically.
1: I'm sure that in, like, a deeper character reading, at one point he probably did blame Gandalf. But I think now, when he's had time to reflect, he probably blames... I mean, he obviously blames himself the most. So... And I like... I mean, we've been talking a lot about legacy this week, but this... This scene basically encapsulates everything that we've been talking about. Right. Up to this point, uh, just the passing of one legacy and not necessarily a good legacy.
0: Yeah, because Aragorn's legacy is uh, framed as being like positive, heroic. Yeah, noble. It's noble. And this legacy that Frodo carries is...
1: It's more of a curse than a, curse. a legacy. It's a curse, yeah.
0: It's like a curse. Yeah. So, and that also helps like frame the differences between Frodo and Aragorn. Right. Because they're both reluctant, but like Frodo has much more reason to be, it seems,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like within the context of the story. Not that Aragorn doesn't have reason to be reluctant to be like, yeah, I'm going to be king and I'm going to have to go fight Sauron and maybe <laughs> die. I can't rule people. <laughs> I'm bad at this. I,
1: I don't, I don't politics, I just stab things. Yeah. Uh... <laughs>
0: Stick him with a pointy hand. Right?
1: That's all he knows how to do. Thanks, Jon Snow.
0: Not really. He knows how to do much more than that.
1: (laughs) Clearly, he knows how to throw a
0: a torch. (laughs) Throw a torch like a throwing axe. (laughs) Like a javelin. Uh, He knows how to bend physics to his will. Right? He's a wizard.
1: (laughs) Uh, But I like that... I don't know. This scene is so poignant, and yes. it, it makes me tear up a little bit. It's very sad. It is very sad.
0: And, like, it's made, this moment is made all the more sad, like, once you've watched all three of these movies. And remember that, like, basically the last thing Ian Holmes says in this movie is Bilbo is, Whatever happened to my ring? At the very end of Return of the King, when they're in the Grey Havens.
1: Oh. What?
0: Yeah, he asks about his ring at the very end of the story. That's weird. Which, like, calls back to, like, he'll never be free of it. Oh. You know?
1: I know, but he was there. Like, he knows what's going... I mean, he knows he, where Frodo went. Like, Well,
0: Bilbo is, like, portrayed so old and frail... That's ...in true. that scene in Return of the King, it's like he doesn't remember.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: It makes it all the more sad when you realize he'll... He really will never be free of the corruption of the ring.
1: I also like this scene. I think Frodo... <laughs> cat well cats will be cats um, cats will be cats I think frodo really is not only shocked because Bilbo tried to basically like attack him but he's also shocked because he's really he's like literally face to face with what might happen to him as he gets older yeah you're' It's like staring your your older self in the like in yeah. the mirror, you know. Like
0: he's seeing what'll happen to him if he actually does like carry the ring right. for too long.
1: Yeah, which is horrifying. Yeah, you yeah. know, not even counting the really scary rubber mask thing, but <laughs> <laughs> a rubber puppet.
0: Yeah, but... apparently, like <laughs> Ian, Ian, on set, because like the puppet wasn't like on set for like filming the scene. Yeah, so. Ian Holm just, like, lunged at him and made a scary face. (laughs) So. I imagine having to do, like, 15 takes of someone lunging at you making a scary face probably made them uh, chuckle a bit.
1: Yeah. I imagine... Frodo looks so offended. I want to use that screen cap as a reaction image. (laughs) Just, like, excuse me. Like, he has his hand on his chest, and I know he's, like protecting the ring but yeah. out of context it's like excuse me
0: <laughs> what? don't touch me
1: barbara said what like <laughs> just like pta frodo just, i need to tell Sherry. <laughs> yeah pta frodo <laughs> new meme
0: <laughs> yes new, new meme some horn room glasses
1: <laughs> like rita skeeter's glasses yeah <laughs> this beautiful hair oh my goodness
0: just like Frodo is like a soccer mom.
1: Yeah. Soccer mom Frodo. Yeah,
0: you know, the, the team consists of like Mary Pippin Sam.
1: <laughs> the squad. <laughs> the squad. <sighs> man, that's funny. Get in, we're dropping a ring off. Like
0: <laughs> <Yeah, man. laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and so um, The moment where Frodo walks over to him and puts his hand on Bilbo's shoulder
1: Mm -hmm. is so, so sad. I like the pause where Ian Holm, or, you know, as Bilbo, really, not reflects, but there's that pause after Frodo puts his hand on his shoulder, and then he, like, grabs it. Yeah. Like, just clinging to him. Yeah.
0: To this, like, uh... This happiness, this this thing that's well, not, not in the ring. It's
1: not just happiness. It's like Comfort, forgiveness, yeah, and forgiveness. I like. I interpret that the pause as him just being like, "Well, am I even? Do I even deserve Frodo's forgiveness?" Yeah. And then he he clings to his hand so desperately, yeah, and ah, uh, it's so powerful. I think it.
0: I think it brings like that that kind of desperate move is to show that this comfort offered by frodo is is two things it's that frodo knows that this isn't bilbo's fault yeah it's it's the work of the ring and i think that that kind of desperate clawing is bilbo also kind of knowing that himself
1: right because he's immediately because
0: he sorry. knows what he did
1: he's immediately sorry yeah and uh, like oh man just this is why, like, scenes like this are why I'm interested in looking at the ring as, um, like, a symbol or, I don't want to use the word allegory, but just, like, symboli- s- symbolic of mental illness. Yeah. And just Bilbo's guilt and worry and... The way that he feels the need to apologize for everything, even though clearly it's not all of his... it's not all his fault. Yeah. I mean, the ring is its own being. Yeah, And it does what it wants. And, you know, if... we'll talk later about Gandalf speaking to Frodo and saying that Bilbo was meant to find the ring and you were meant to have it. Yeah. And...
0: Oh that little that little moment in Moria. Yeah. I've always loved that little speech.
1: But so good. Just I don't know. I just relate to Bilbo in this scene as someone who deals with this on like a weekly basis. You know, just like feeling the need to apologize for everything and being so like hung up on your I don't know, on, on your faults. Yeah. You know? too real
0: (laughs) too real (laughs) for real though
1: and i just that gesture of frodo's willingness to forgive and provide comfort to someone who he looks up to and someone who was a role model because you know there's that good scene where Frodo sees Bilbo and Rivendell for the first time and they talk about how when Frodo was younger he used to pretend that he was going on all these grand adventures and you know like pretend that he was with Bilbo or was Bilbo and I really like how he's just so willing to just forgive I guess just be there yeah for Bilbo yeah And I like that they, especially going forward, uh, because Frodo, the ring exerts so much power over Frodo going forward that it's really important, I think, to remember this moment because it really reminds you of who Frodo is at his core and what he represents
0: such a good, kind person.
1: Yeah. And, like, just remove the influence of the ring from him, and this is who he is at his core.
0: Yeah. And we're we're going to watch him across these three movies grow shorter and right. more bitter. Yeah. So, like,
1: I think getting all these is, sweet
0: moments right. makes all those darker moments that much more impactful.
1: Right. And I'm glad that they left this in the yes. theatrical cut
0: because it's really important. Uh, th- they mentioned this in the commentary. It's really important to make sure that the audience sees Bilbo give Frodo sting,
1: right? Because he just has it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's really it, it's really important for Bilbo to like pass that on to Frodo on screen, right? So I guess there was some question about when exactly to have this happen. It has to happen after the council. Right. But like depending on how you're framing the post-council moments, mm-hmm. like where exactly do you have this? What do you frame this with? And ultimately, in the theatrical, they cut the two scenes on either side of this. Right. So that we go from Mission Quest thing to Bilbo giving Frodo sting to Them leaving. Frodo asking for directions.
1: Right. <laughs> Poor baby. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. But...
0: Yeah, I think that uh, I think that's most of this minute. Yeah. Because this this does continue to track with like what we were talking about on Tuesday with Aragorn's legacy and right. comparing it to Frodo's legacy. Right. Uh, so it is and that's one of the most interesting things to me about this story. And I mentioned this off mic in between a couple of recordings, but like one of my favorite things to talk about on this podcast has been Aragorn's legacy and in comparison to Frodo's.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I find it very interesting. It's some of the deepest uh, stuff in this in these movies narratively Mm -hmm. is the way that these two grapple with this these legacies or curses or ever you want to talk about it that they have to ultimately deal with and that's really their character arc right and it's kind of the most interesting stuff in these movies aside from boromir but he's only in this first one yeah well i mean he has a couple of flashback scenes
1: oh my god i saw i saw a um a like a photo set on tumblr and it was one of those flashback scenes where boromir is interacting with faramir and i forgot that happened yeah and i was like oh no and i like clutched my like chest. after like a like battle like,
0: of on on yeah, like yeah.
1: literally i like pulled a Frodo and like put my hand on my like chest and i just like leaned back and i was like no the feels yeah because <laughs> we just talked
0: about uh boromir at great length over yeah. the last couple of weeks yeah. so And we'll talk about it more again.
1: Yeah. Next week. Next week. Yeah. I'm excited.
0: The grayest character here. (laughs) So uh, you can find us on Facebook where we have a listener group. Just ask to join. And you should leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you feel so inclined as that's the best way to make sure that this podcast grows and gets more exposure out there in the world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: As always, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. Hope everyone has a great Thursday and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.